Welcome to episode 78 of the Farm Exec Podcast. I'm Elaine Quilici, Senior Editor of Farm Exec Magazine and your podcast host. Farm Exec Magazine is a multimedia publishing brand that brings you the latest commercial insights for the C-suite. On this week's episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Paul Shawa, Executive Vice President of Strategy at Viva Systems. Paul looks back at the past year of the pandemic to see the digital transformation of pharma's interaction with healthcare professionals. Let's take a quick break from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Paul. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At TrueSterum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. TrueSterum Network, releasing what's real. Find out more at TrueSterumNTWK.com. Hello, podcasters. Today I'll be interviewing Paul Shawa, Executive Vice President of Strategy at Viva Systems. Paul's here to share some insights on a variety of digital changes the industry has seen since COVID, based on data gathered from Viva customers. Thanks for joining me today, Paul. Hello, Elaine, and hello to everyone listening in. Thanks so much for having me join in the discussion today. Our pleasure. Let's talk about HCP offices and how they've been navigating the waves of the pandemic. How has that fluctuation of having offices closed and then opened, then closed again, or at least highly restricted, affect sales reps? Yeah, you're right. You know, it's been a little bit of whiplash. Offices uh, shut down in the spring of 2020. They opened opened again back up in the in the summer, and then uh, later in the fall and into the winter, many of the restrictions continued. It's certainly been a highly frustrating and uncertain time for field teams, but certainly also for healthcare professionals. From a field team perspective, it's it's forced a new level of creativity and how best for them to reach their customers. So I think people became a whole lot more creative. They thought about digital means and traditional means of reaching customers. But I think the other thing, the other big shift is that it, it changed the conversation that they were having. You know, many of the conversations prior to the pandemic were very much focused on the, the product, the drug, and the efficacy and and that conversation shifted to one that was more authentic, authentic in terms of caring about the HCP and their well-being, their patients, and trying to be a, a true partner. You know, so there was a new level of empathy and appreciation for the role that healthcare professionals played. And I think pharma thought more deeply about how best they can support them and how best they can partner. Uh, so it was really a new skill set that was required to truly be effective. And what technologies did you see come to the forefront as a way to deal with that missing interaction? Yeah, so there was a you know massive shift in engagement patterns. Uh, you know, the the most notable was the engagement shift, uh, the engagement mix, I should say, shifted pretty significantly away from face-to-face meetings. That was the predominant way and mechanism for pharmacy field people to engage with customers. And it shifted to, you know, traditional, you know, means like phone, phone calls. So the number of phone calls went up dramatically. Emails went up uh, significantly, but also remote meetings. Remote meetings, I would say, of all of the types of interactions, that was the star. It was very clearly the, uh, the, 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 the go-to channel that pretty much did not exist before the pandemic. The volume 
of remote meetings went literally from hundreds per month to thousands per day. So still today on a typical day, we see over 20,000 remote meetings happening every single day in the industry. So the, the mix has changed, but really the industry's picked up a new channel to engage customers and it's working. How have remote meetings transformed since COVID and how are companies using them to their benefit? So the remote meetings have advanced significantly over the last 12 months. I mean, the, the biggest shift was making uh, many of the services that were typically only able to be done within an office environment available for remote meetings. So one of the very best examples is requesting and electronically signing for samples during a remote meeting. So that's typically done in person or it's typically done through some sort of fax back process. And now it's really easy to be done during a remote meeting, all seamless, all compliant, all tracked. But there were certainly many other examples like that, like opting in someone to additional digital communication. So if your primary way of engaging with somebody is digital and you don't have their consent or ability to do that, you know, it becomes very difficult. Face-to-face was a way to do that. And now you can do that in a digital conversation or even capturing a medical inquiry in real time. Again, capabilities that were common in a field setting, now very common and very easy to do and seamless to do in a remote meeting. Uh, I'd say one other thing that also became possible uh, because the meetings were digital was getting much more granularity around the data and the information that you were able to capture in real time. So one good example is we turned on the ability for doctors to be able to rate the quality of the conversation that they had with the rep, the technology, the conversation, the content, the whole thing, and give very specific reasons as to what they liked or what they didn't like. And this created a treasure trove of data. I'm even more pleased to say that the remote meeting capability is working and that doctors have really embraced it. And the meetings are rated very, very highly, an average of, let's say, 4.7 on a scale of five. So really, really high with over 100,000 doctors rating it. So it's really a great case for the industry to accelerate down the path of becoming even more digital because it's working for the pharma companies, but it's also appreciated by doctors. And how has the use of content changed in this digital format? Yeah, the use of content has expanded dramatically as well. You know, there were a couple of big impacts. You know, first, the, the volume of the meetings that use content went up significantly, went up fourfold when done remotely. So uh, for face-to-face calls, primarily before the pandemic started, the average was content was used about 20% of the time. So when you did a face-to-face call, 20% of the time you used digital content. But for the remote calls, that increased to about 80% of the time. So the frequency of using content is, is much, much higher. But in addition to using content more frequently, the duration of the call actually increased by about a factor of of five times. So the average call durations that we're seeing today are lasting over 30 minutes. So that means not only were you using content more frequently, but they're also using way more content in every single conversation. And that's put a lot of pressure on pharma to be ready to fill that content supply chain even more efficiently, faster, with more content in a more efficient manner. And, you know, farmers made a lot of progress in rising to that challenge, although there's still certainly more work to be done. How can the ability to collect data from remote meetings help companies better use their resources? And this, this is indeed the real advantage of the increased mix of digital that's happening. So when done well, digital automatically generates a lot of valuable data. So as examples, Uh, You know, data about how doctors like to consume information. So, you know, what device are they using? Are they on an iPad, a desktop, a mobile phone? 
what time of day do they like to consume information and at what frequency, what's the cadence that they like to engage with you and even what kind of information do they prefer? So you can get more specific. Are they more scientific and clinical in nature? Do they prefer, you know, materials that are more related to their, their patient, patient oriented resources or patient assistance or, you know, helping patients pay for their medicines. And that gives the industry a really valuable way to better allocate their resources and their messaging on their next conversation that they have with customers. So all the models that you hear companies talk about their models and AI and all those sophisticated things are, are powered by data. And those models then are then fed with this whole new wealth of digital information and digital behaviors in real times. And that makes the next conversation even more relevant and more targeted. And it allows pharma to best use their limited resources in ways that, that customers value and appreciate most. What will be the lasting effects of all this change spurred by COVID? You know, how do you see things moving forward? You know, the, the, the shift to greater digital is certainly real and it's certainly here to stay. I don't, I don't see that changing, but, I, you know, I do think it's much deeper than that. The, the data that we just referred to will allow companies to be significantly more efficient in how they operate and significantly smarter in terms of how they deploy their field teams and allocate their resources to the right customers. That will ultimately be good for the HCPs, uh, meaning there'll be more seamless flow of information. They'll get the information when they need and, and how they want it. But I think there's an even bigger change that's about to happen. And that's about empowering the healthcare professional to reach pharma when they want to. And that's what the industry calls delivering on this promise of a pull channel. So the, the primary model today in, in life sciences is and primarily the life sciences company thinking about who are their targets and segments of customers and pushing information to them that they feel is relevant. And I think this is an opportunity to, to continue that, but also to add a pull capability. So imagine a doctor being able to open an app on his or her phone and finding any resource that they want, any time of day, whatever, whatever it is that they need, whether they want to talk to a medical science liaison or they want patient assistance information or materials or even to you know, check on the status of a payment for one of their speaking engagements. They can find anything they want from across the entire industry. That doesn't really exist today, and I think that potential is there. Digital will truly become compliant two-way communication. So it's largely one way today. It'll shift and put the power into the hands of the healthcare professional, you know, a shift away from the traditional outbound that's, that's so common today, and that'll be good for HCPs. It'll be Great for pharma, but I think most importantly, it'll be excellent for patients because when doctors get the information they need, patients ultimately get the right medicines and the right treatments, and that leads to the best patient outcomes. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Paul. It's been really interesting looking back at how COVID has transformed the digital efforts of pharma over the past year. Thanks, Elaine. Really appreciate you having us and Viva participate today, and hopefully that provided some good insight into you know, what we've seen over the last uh, 12 months, but also the excitement and the potential uh, that the industry has and lies ahead, of, ahead for, the, uh, for the industry. Thanks so much for having us. What if you had limitless access to customer insights, accelerated timelines, and set fees? At True Serum Network, we're fueled by connections in virtually every area of healthcare as part of MJH Life Sciences. The result? Audience-fed creative and more powerful content in less time. True Serum Network, releasing what's real. 
Find out more at TrueSerumNTWK.com. And now it's time for this week's leadership tips from pharma execs. Hi, I'm Paul Shawa, Executive Vice President of Strategy at Viva Systems. And my leadership tip is, in a word, simplify. The world's a very complex place with lots of distractions. People look to leaders that have a clear vision and a clear message. Simplify to be the most effective leader you can be. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's Farm Exec podcast. We are always pleased to take you behind the headlines, provide expert tips from industry leaders, and give you an inside look at what the Farm Exec staff is working on. Remember, you can always find us on the web at farmexec.com, on Twitter at farmexec, on Instagram at farmexecutive, and on YouTube. The views expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of FarmExec, its parent company, or our advertisers. For editorial questions, please email editorial director Lisa Henderson at lhenderson at mjhlifesciences.com. And for sponsorship opportunities, please email group publisher Todd Baker at tbaker at mjhlifesciences.com. 